welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Angie. And I was looking on our, the thing that we, that, um, we get the episodes and we put them on, it's called Anchor, yeah. and it said that we had 3,000 downloads today. What? So that's, I know. That's pretty cool. I, I, that's uh, largely you and Clint's work. I, mm. I'm just, I've just been a guest feature. Yeah, but there was like an uptick when <laughs> when you came on. So. The, the like ten people who love me that <laughs> <laughs> listen. <laughs> yeah, but it is. I don't know. It's. I think I would do it even if we weren't having a lot of great success with yeah. it, um, because oftentimes we talk about things that I need to talk about Agreed. and verbalize and. Um, but it is cool that it, to see that it is benefiting other people. Yeah, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, I mean, not just like personal accountability-wise, but just mm-hmm. it's been fun to like get to know you guys and, yep. and have these conversations. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. But that's that's like a whole other side of like actually being friends yeah. with a woman pastor, you know. What? I know. And Heretic. it's done. Uh, <laughs> well, I would never have said that. But, um, yeah, that's done – wonders for me yeah it's been fun for me to hang out with the southern baptist (laughs) y'all are pretty fun (laughs) but anyway so today uh kind of the topic for today dovetails nicely with what we spoke about last week Mm -hmm. last week was um, not okay is okay and this week we're talking about bearing burdens yeah and so there's a couple routes or a couple different thoughts behind that but i'll just kick it to you to get your thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, I think right now, especially in our state, we're looking at the impact of Hurricane Ida, and then we've had Tropical Storm Nicholas this week. So we're looking at a lot of tangible needs, Mm. um, a lot of places where we can help bear the burden that our our neighbors are showing south to us. Um, So I think think number one, because there's different types of burdens, let's, let's talk about physical. You know, right now with our neighbors, so many of them need drinking water. Mm. You know, they don't have the ability to shower. So making sure that they have wipes and things like that to remain sanitary and and cleaning and uh, food, you know, all all of those things that, um, you know, we kind of bear that burden with one another when we face disaster. And I think Louisiana is uniquely qualified to talk about this. (laughs) Right. Uh, I said in church on Sunday that we're climately challenged. (laughs) Um, And I think... I, I think that's one of the ways that we show up for one another. Um, mm. But don't you think that sometimes in those responses, we can get so focused on the bearing the burden of the physical needs that we forget to tend to the soul? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That that's actually what I've been kind of wrestling with thinking about this topic is how often my mind goes to the physical, the tangible, how, you know, can I, can I feed them? Can I clothe them? Can I give them things so they can wash their clothes? And those are all very important. Um, But uh, what I've found in my own experience, I could have all my physical needs met and still be struggling severely uh, with my emotions and spiritual uh, spiritual side. Yeah, absolutely. And just a little confession. um, 
that last week I was down in Desterhand serving with my church and with a couple of other churches. And, you know, we have the the guy from our conference that comes down and like records and interviews us because he wants to get more help down yes, to the area. Right. So sort of an outreach he, thing. Yeah, exactly. And so he interviewed me and he interviewed the pastor that I, I serve with. And uh, when you look at those two videos separately, you see my video and, and I'm out there and I'm, I'm talking to people and I'm, and, you know, loading cars and stuff. But then, you know, I, I told my congregation that while I was out there, I met this woman, she came through and she's telling me about her horrible situation she hadn't Mm. even moved anything out of her house yet Mm. and and she was explaining I said and I asked her you know do you feel overwhelmed and she looked at me like someone had finally seen her like Mm. yes I'm just too overwhelmed and she had health problems and I told my congregation that I asked her her name and I told her you know what I'm going to be praying for you and I'm going to have my community we're we're all going to be praying for you but I didn't stop and pray with her Mm, I just told her because I get focused on efficiency. So I'm looking right. at the line of cars that are coming through to get food. And I'm like, I've got to get these people coming through. So I'm just like, what is your name? We're going to be praying for you. Well, then when you look at the pastor that I serve with her video, she was stopping and praying with people at their car doors. <laughs> and I told everybody. That's like, why there was such a long line. I know. <laughs> if I were a better pastor, I would have stopped and prayed. But I get focused on those physical needs yeah. and forget about the tending to the soul when, when there's a sense of immediacy. Mm. Yeah, that, that takes me back. There's a statement I think I said early on, um, but it stuck with me. And it's this idea that urgency is the enemy to spiritual things. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. When I get this sense of it's got to be done right now and it has to be done this way in this manner, um, that is an enemy to things that are spiritual. Yeah. Um, what's that saying that moms tell their kids that um, your lack of planning doesn't constitute my emergency? Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe God thinks that sometimes about uh-huh. me. Yeah. Um, but that, that kind of takes me to a different thought, what you were saying. And I appreciate the vulnerable, the being vulnerable, because it, it kind of spurs on conversation. Um, but that if I'm going to meet someone else's needs or if I'm going to bear their burdens, then it, it will likely be inconvenient for me. Yes. yes. Um, and oftentimes, um, that's where I meet God and mm-hmm. when he breaks my routine. Yeah. Um, and so I, I find that having a routine is beneficial so long as, um, when interruptions happen, that I see those as acts of God, as God intervening, as God um, breaking in and giving me opportunities to bear somebody else's burden. Yeah, yeah. So I have to be willing to be inconvenienced for sure. Yeah, so bearing burdens absolutely comes with a level of inconvenience, and hopefully we don't do it in a way that makes people feel like they're Oh, yeah, that's good, yeah. Um, that our inconvenience doesn't become their feeling in, as, a, uh, mm-hmm. as if they're an inconvenience. yeah. So, and I, I want this attitude of when that happens. So, like, God, thank you for this opportunity. Yes, yes. Seeing those inconveniences as opportunities. Which really probably comes from a good, healthy relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what we would be focused on, the bigger picture of right. God's vision. I think another thing that um, keeps me from uh, wanting to participate in bearing somebody else's burdens is a feeling of self-sufficiency. So if I am, if I think I've got it all together, 
I'm going to want no part in helping. Like my view then becomes, and I've seen this in myself. Why can't they have it all together? Mm. I have it all together. Why can't they have it all together? Mm. But when I can be honest with myself and when I can be transparent and just exactly how you were that noticing that my fellow pastor was doing something that uh, I didn't even think of. Mm-hmm. Um, when I can be honest with myself and like, there are times where I need help. There are times when I'm going to need someone to bear my burdens. So the thought becomes, um, I'll bear your burdens now so that someone else will bear my burdens in the future. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I will be in your spot at some point and need help. But so long as I have this idea of self-sufficiency of self-aggrandizement is like, look at me, I'm awesome. Everybody should just be like me and the world would be a better place. I'm not going to be willing to bear somebody else's burdens. Oh, absolutely. And I think a lot of time it also comes from people who have helped you bear your own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, going down for uh, to Lake Charles last year and this year, I mean, the only thing that goes through, not the only thing, but a, a lot of what goes through my mind is the flood that we had here. Mm. You know, the, what our community looked like after the flood in um, our area and seeing how many people came out and just served food. People that came out and just showed up to gut homes. And, you know, I think about that and how much that meant at the time that complete strangers just showed up at our mercy. Yeah. So, uh, so in that sense, bearing somebody else's burdens is contagious. Yes. So if you can break the cycle, if you can just do it, if you can bear somebody else's burdens, it might start a chain reaction. Yeah. Yeah. I think it does. Um, I think that once you've been humbled mm-hmm. in such a way that meant that you had to depend on the help of, yeah. of others, it takes a certain level of brokenness. Yes. It compels you to do the same. Mm. That's really good. And yeah, and I think I automatically think of Jesus. Like, how could I not? Yeah, right. Um, who bears the weight of the world. Intangible and spiritual weight. Yes, right. And I'm not called to bear the weight of the world. I'm called to bear my neighbor's burdens. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's the responsibility that I've been given. Um, and... When I can, and it goes back to what we're saying. If when I can see my need for Him, I am far more willing to extend grace, compassion, kindness, and empathy to others, yeah. because He has given it to me. I need it from Him. Right. Um, and so when I see that, I am I am far more willing to give it, extend that to others. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I mean, that's the tangible way. But what about the? How do we bear the burdens that are? emotional, Mm. um, the ones that you can't necessarily see, Mm -hmm. but you can feel, um, it can't be fixed with a cold bottle of water, (laughs) you know, like what, what about those? How do we, how do we bear the burdens of other people's souls? Mm. We got to have friends and people that'll allow us to have space to just vent, Mm -hmm. to just speak what's in the craziness that's in our heads. And to not be judged for it. Mm. Like that is a must. Yeah. Um, Clint was this for me yesterday. I was like, I was sad. I was just sad yesterday. Kind of like what your friend was talking about um, last week. Mm-hmm. You were talking about your friend last week. I couldn't, ex- I couldn't really pinpoint why. There were a couple things that happened yesterday. And once I was able to just talk it through. Yeah. All the craziness that was in my head. The crazy, silly thoughts. Um. And, you know, he asked a couple questions, but really he just let me speak. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I, my mood was immediately lifted. Yeah. Just by being able to share the craziness with somebody else. He, he, he was there bearing the load for me. He yeah. took something off of me. Um, and it, it immediately lightened my mood. So for the person that's experiencing the burden, having someone to share it with, and mm-hmm. the person that is trying to help carry the burden, uh, listening, not judging. Yeah. Um, and I'll say this, there, it had, it had gotten to a point where it, um, it had bubbled like a lot of things. It was the death by a thousand cuts. Oh yeah. Right. But it was two things that day. Um, so for a while, I wasn't having someone to vent to. And really, it was, it was myself. I wasn't willing to go to somebody to talk to. Um, but there, there are, you know, I don't have that many people that I can go and talk to about the craziness that's in my head. Um, Therapy matters. <laughs> right. Just yeah. so clear. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but what I've found is that when, when I'm not getting it, from other people rather than let that simmer and um, bubble over into bitterness and resentment. It teaches me that I need to be kinder. I need to be mm-hmm. more compassionate for the next person. Yeah. Um, it teaches me that my words have, my words have an impact on people. Mm. Um, so like little small things cut deep for me. Yeah. I have a very fragile ego as we've <laughs> said, as we've talked about on this podcast um, so what that teaches me is rather than retaliate, which is what I want to do, um, it teaches me that I need to be a little bit more kind, a little bit more compassionate, a little bit more gentle and gracious with the next person. The hard thing about when you're in a um, burdensome period, when mm-hmm. you are emotionally burdened, it's hard to be um, to have that much self-control, mm. you know, that our right. instinct, because we're so wounded inwardly. Uh, our instinct is to outwardly right retaliate. Yes, um, or or like shield or mm-hmm. you know anything like that that prevents any more woundedness from happening. Right. So relationship is key mm-hmm. uh, with people that you trust with your woundedness. Right. That's good. Yeah, and yeah, because it can be awkward. <laughs> And I've done this too, to just share with the wrong people. Oh, dude, I'm, a, I'm such <laughs> an oversharer. Yeah, they're just like, you know, wide-eyed, dumbfounded. It's like, what What are you talking about right yeah. now? Yeah, <laughs> someone asked me recently about like, so how's this certain situation going on in your personal life? And man, I just unloaded. <laughs> and you could see they were like not prepared uh-huh. for that. They yeah. were just, they thought it was going to be like, oh, it's really smoothed over. Uh, yeah. But I, I like unleashed and they were like, I'm really sorry. Well, you're a pastor. So people think they just expect you to have it all together. Oh, they yeah. They don't expect you to struggle. And I don't, I just have yet to decide if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh-huh. I am as honest uh, <laughs> as I am about where I am. Uh-huh. Um, well, I think that'll be seen later down the road. <laughs> but for now, I'm pretty open about like what I'm struggling with. And so, yeah, they were not ready for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, I, but honestly, it made me feel better to say it out loud. Yes. So even though maybe they weren't prepared for it, uh-huh. they, did, they didn't run away from it. Like right. They held the space. Yep. Um, you as know, long as you have people that are at least willing to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's important to note that, that you need people that can hold the space mm-hmm. but won't carry it with them. Yes, like that's that, a good way to put you it. You know, that if you're going to try to be present for somebody's burdens and help them you know, momentarily hold that weight, mm-hmm. that it's not something that you then absorb 
into right. your own space, like when you leave or you go home, you know, not that things don't make you sad, but just mm-hmm. that you can't, eventually you're just weighted down with the weight of other people's right. burdens if you don't know how to, to hold space and then walk away from it. Yep. Yeah, but what is so crazy is that um, whenever I share with people that um, that I can share with, I'm all, I am never met with, man, you're one crazy dude. Like really, why? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, I'll say this. I'll say it like this. Usually, it's like, man, I've been having those thoughts too. Yeah. There is a certain aspect of like, I think I'm the only one struggling with the things I'm struggling with. Right. Um, but the human experience is more than likely or more times than not shared. It's mm-hmm. a shared experience. Yes. And it is that bizarre thing that when I can connect with somebody, I can be vulnerable, um, which is the whole kind of point of this podcast, is it it gets better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It gets better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think God um, puts us through hard things to teach us a lesson or, or to, um, like my theology doesn't include a God that's like punishing me mm-hmm. by bad things happening. Right, right. But I think God wills goodness out of really terrible circumstances mm. to help us endure human suffering together. Yes. Yeah. Because that's what Jesus did. Yes. He entered into mm-hmm. the human suffering. Yes. He himself suffered. Absolutely. And so we have we have an advocate and we have someone who knows our experience. Yes. And that seems like a good place to end. Um, so <laughs> I forget how we end it. Lord, make us a channel. Well, no, 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 because I always do like a summary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's what we want to do today. Bear each other's burdens. (laughs) We want to bear each other's burdens. We want to be like Christ. And, man, I'm really bad at this today. Anyway, until next time, may the Lord make some channel for his peace. (laughs)